everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. My man. Man, Kyle, I'm excited about this episode. You know what? I am too. Can we just share with the listeners right now that you and I have been, first of all, my apologies. Let me just go ahead and introduce myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my name is Kyle Reed, one of your hosts for the evening, and morning, midday, whenever you listen to us. And with you as well, uh, my name is Rohit Rohila. Man, my so. man. Well, thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. My pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> Rohit, you and I were sitting here before we recorded for probably two hours. Oh, yeah. Over a little over two hours. Just chatting. Chatting yeah. away. And, and it was good. And it wasn't just like two friends chatting either. Mm-mm. Because yeah, we weren't talking about basketball or baseball or yeah. football. It's because our... And, and as funny as it sounds, you and I don't know how to be that friend. Yeah, it's weird. Our friendship is not just, oh, that's my bro Yeah, kind of friendship. Because for, like you said, for like two hours, we it's been deep. How can we make each other better? Yeah. Good shit. Man. I love it. And and I think that that hits at the core of what we intended for this podcast to be when we first started. Was how can we just make each other better along with people that are listening? Yeah. And I think that's, that that right there is everything we want to be for you guys. So that was really it. I just wanted to share that, that we've been in here shooting the shit for the past couple hours just about all kinds of stuff. Tony Robbins, Jim Rome, stuff that you've done, stuff that I've done, stuff that we can both learn from. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. Love it. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, we, as of this recording, um, well, so first off, we're from Seattle. Oh, man. And at the time of this recording, we have had the snowiest uh, storms in the past 50 years. Yeah. We're talking about like 14, 15 inches, where the average for us is 1964 or something like that? Yeah. And then before that, it was 1913? Sadly. And our average is four inches. So now that we've got like 14, like everything's falling apart. Kyle, thanks for coming into the studio. Like, My pleasure. Glenn snowed in. He couldn't make it. Couldn't make it down his hill. Yeah. I told him to get a sled. <laughs> <laughs> I I picked him up at the bottom. Man, even I braved the elements and made it to the studio. Yeah, you did from downstairs. <laughs> but with that, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we're saying that is because that's what this episode is kind of about. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let my man Kyle Reed talk to you about this episode because it's one that he's really excited about. Oh man, I'm super pumped about this. I can't even recall where the idea came from. Do you remember how it came about? In I, th- I think one day your power just happened to go out because it started from you. Mm-hmm. But then I did this proactively. Oh, you did. But I don't know where I got the idea from. Wow. And I don't want to spend too much time there, yeah. but I was trying to see if we could we could backtrack to introduce that to the audience. And, and if it does come to me, I will definitely share. I'm going to take a quick look at the board on my notes, and I don't see much. So yeah. anyway... Oh, there we go. So one of the topics that we have is power of positivity. And so we're talking about power. <laughs> 100%. So this week's episode is 
entitled How Going Lights Out Can Be Your Secret Weapon. And really what it stemmed from was forcing yourself to be creative enough to spend time without any of the resources that we've become accustomed to using day in and day out. So the goal of this activity, it started with lights out date night, 24 hour lights out, where it's not just lights out. It's no electricity. Can't use any form of technology or resources that require electricity for a certain amount of time. When Emily and I did this, and I equate things that require electricity almost with distractions. They are refrigerator and things like that, right? You know, it is what it is. But we have allowed ourselves to become so reliant on things like television, Netflix, Hulu, phones, computers, whatever that is, to consume so much of our time that we don't truly focus on people or other things or creativity, right? So when we did this, I was super pumped. Emily and I decided we were going to have a game night and all that good stuff. So I'm I'm excited to just talk about what we did as well. And was it just the two of you? It was just two of us, yeah, when we did it. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it came from was to be able to remove all distractions. And that was something I wrote down here, right, is with... The advent of smartphones, laptops, streaming media that all require electricity, that has created overstimulation. Overstimulation is distraction. And it kind of hit me as well. The Super Bowl was recently, and there is an article entitled that was titled, The Super Bowl Can No Longer Entertain an Overstimulated Nation. Oh, I'm surprised you're bringing up the Super Bowl first off. Here's the deal. Do you want to get through this podcast episode? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, I'm an L.A. Rams fan, and we lost. It was a struggle. It was a defensive chess match, but to the vast majority of the nation, it was a boring football game. I wrote another thing down. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? I have not watched it. Wait, is that... I've heard of Black Mirror, but not Bandersnatch. I think that's what it's called. I, oh. might, I might be wrong, but it's a Black Mirror movie. Okay. And Netflix, it's essentially right? a choose-your-own-adventure book movie. Oh. It's an interactive movie. Yeah. Which seemed to be a really, really awesome concept. And and I thought that it's kind of the future of TV because you talk about going to the movies. Mm-hmm. People do what? A text message. They look at social media. They check in. They do everything else on their phones. Because we're overstimulated. The movie itself is no longer enough entertainment for us. Yeah. You're streaming TV at home on Netflix. Netflix has to compete with all these other networks that could offer the same content on Hulu or the Showtime app or the HBO Go app or whatever that is. So Netflix creates original content. Now everyone can create original content. Hulu does the same thing. How can they differentiate themselves? Well... Mm -hmm. They also know that you're probably looking at your phone while you're watching an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So now they create a TV show that requires you to pay attention because you have to interact with it. Because we're so overstimulated that we can't just sit there and enjoy a movie. And this is taking it a step further, is that we've become so overstimulated we can't just sit there and enjoy our own company or someone else's company or a good old-fashioned board game. 
Mm. Yeah. All these things have become distractions. So it was really just getting back to basics, down to the root of things. Why people enjoy camping. Why people enjoy nature. Mm -hmm. I think all of these things for me came to the front of the table when I did this activity was I was able to feel a lot of the same things that I feel when I go camping, when I go on a hike, when I go skiing. Oh, yeah. Things like that. So that was kind of what I got from it, just like high level before I talk about the experience and and what we did and anything like that. Yeah. Um, What about you? This was, I mean, I was so excited to do this. So essentially 24 hours without any power, Mm -hmm. you know, without doing anything. Um, like, like we talked about at the beginning, like we're, we've been experiencing tons of snow and stuff like that. So I, I did leave the heat on, but that oh, was yeah. the only thing. Um, but even then, like, I think if it weren't as cold because it was like below freezing, you know, mm-hmm. pipes and stuff like that, you know, so whatever, I just left it on. Yeah. Um, but I, I did use gas. Um, so mm. I had the fireplace going and, um, some hot water. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I bring that up is because the first thing that you do is when the power goes out, I feel like you've got this moment of, did the power just go out, even though you're in pitch black? And then first thing you do is you look <laughs> you look out the window and you're like, oh, is it just my house? It's like the whole block. Yeah. Did did Puget Sound Energy get my bill? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, and so once you come to terms with that, you're like, oh, okay. You, you wait around a few minutes, you know, mm-hmm. like five minutes or so. It's like, oh, I guess it's out. I wonder how long, you know, and then you, you gather all the candles and stuff like that. And it's just such a magical time. I feel whenever the power goes out, I, I call it for the day. I'm like, okay, I'm done with power for the rest of the day. So what I'll do is I've got all my devices, all my major devices, like my computer, my home entertainment and my Mm -hmm. aquarium all on UPSs. So battery backup. So I'll, I'll unplug the computer and the home theater, you know, just, I don't want them spikes or, you know, just mm-hmm. still drawing power or whatever. Um, leave my aquarium going because obviously I yeah. have grown accustomed to having live pets. And, um, <laughs> and so it's, you, you do that. So I call for the day. I'm like, okay, even if it comes back on, I turn off all the power. So even if it comes on, I don't know. I, I want to enjoy this moment. And that's what, you do is you enjoy the moment you you get back to the basics so there's there's tons of candles everywhere and that's just a nice calming light there's there's no tech and so what do you do you start reading you start meditating i hopped in the shower and just sat there on the you know on my floor of my shower meditating that was one of the things that i did and it's just so peaceful. You can feel every single drop hitting your body. And there's there's one thing that I really enjoy when, when the power goes out, and that's food. Because when there's no power, you can't cook anything. And you take a look, you're like, okay, what can I piece together? <laughs> you know, The creative college kid comes back. Yeah! You got to put together a fucking a can of macaroni and... Man. Chili or something. I don't know. Cheeseburger Eat mac. Chili out of the can. Or did you ever do this as a kid? Hmm. Um, take a packet of Top Ramen. Um, crunch it up. Crunch it up. Put seasoning packet in yeah. there? Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, Who you didn't? Do, you do stuff like that when the power goes out. If you didn't do that when you were a kid, you can't be my friend. Just so you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, some, oh, man, I don't know if that was a Washington thing or if other people did that too, but you, you start doing all these things. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of saltines or you know, whatever. Like, you know, you, you get creative. Mm-hmm. And you have some fun, and it gives you a new appreciation for food. And it just, here's the thing you, you talked about. The stimulus is gone. Now, I also went for a walk and just enjoyed the silence. It was snowing outside, so I'm mm-hmm. walking. And I even took video of me walking. Mm-hmm. And you just hear crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, that's the crunch. best. So I did that. And it reminded me of the times when when the power would go out, like during a big lightning storm. Mm-hmm. Power goes out. First thing I do is I've got my backpack full of my photography equipment. I go out chasing lightning because we don't get lightning that often in Seattle. And I love taking pictures of lightning. And it's extremely difficult around here because, again, we don't get it that often. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, do you have any pictures of lightning? I do. Really? Yeah. Okay, I only yeah. need to see those. I'll show you some. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's really tough to do, but it's something that I just enjoy. And when you were out, and I, I realized something, not this time, because again, I was the only one without quote power. <laughs> but I would say for the majority of the people, at least for the United States, you can say have never seen the Milky Way. Because think Mm. about it. They're used to light pollution all the time. You and I, we're used to going out and hiking and and camping and stuff like that. Getting away from the city. So we're used to seeing the Milky Way. But I still remember remember one time I was um, uh, a state officer in high school for for leadership. And we had a, a conference with all of us state officers. And we are out at a cabin on Mount St. Helens. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, uh, Rainier, I think. No, it was St. Helens, sorry. And um, The big one or the little one? <laughs> the one that looks like it's top of the one that's, That looks like it's got something missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're outside in a hot tub at night, right? That's the best. Now, here's the thing. I hear little squeaks and squeals. And I'm like, what is that noise? And people are like, those are bats. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm freaking out right now. You were terrified. And then I'm looking at the stars. And I'm like, "Is is that a meteorite?" They're like, "Which one?" I was like, "Right there." Like, look, it's moving across the across the light or uh, across the sky. And they just laughed. They're like, "This guy's from the city. That's a satellite." I'm like, "You can see satellites? <laughs> Blew me away. I had no idea." <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think part of that is because we we're so used to this light pollution yeah. that you know it we lose that sense of magic. Now, here's the, here's the main thing that I wanted to bring up before, you know, we, we dive into to more of this stuff. I was doing this consciously. I had all the lights off and stuff like that on purpose. Mm-hmm. I realized I kept on reaching for my phone. It was an automatic response. It was wow. habitual. And that, the first few times you're like, oh, I, oh what am I doing? I got to remember, like, you know. And then I kept on doing it or I kept on like reaching, you know, putting my hands on my pockets. I'm like, oh my God, where's my phone? Wow. And I was disgusted with myself. It's become such a distraction that, you know, and we've seen plenty of memes, but it's so true. You go to the bathroom and you sit down you realize you don't have your phone with you and you're like, what am I going to do? I can't poop now. I've got all these magazines still in front of me, but like, you know... And so what's what's interesting is 
for as powerful of a tool as a phone is, I think there's so few of us who use it as a true powerful tool. Tool, And we just use it as a distraction. Crutch. How many times are we sitting there watching a movie on Netflix, but we still have our phone with us and, and we're looking at stuff? Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. I look at my, I'm constantly on Reddit as I'm watching TV. <laughs> oh, man. And so now if you think about like, what is that doing to me? That's, first off, you've got the distraction of the TV. And then you get used to that your whole life. Now I'm adding another stimulus. Now I'm using on Reddit. Yeah. And here's the thing. Now I'm used to having multiple stimuluses to keep me entertained. So what if you don't? Which is horrible. Income, Black Mirror, Banner Snatch. <laughs> yeah. Because Netflix knows that you're not paying attention to How I Met Your Mother. No. Nope. Episode 347. Damn. And so, yeah, we, it, was, it was such a disgusting moment for me. I can imagine myself doing this by myself and having that very, very, very same problem. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Because you, you don't even think about it. No. It's such a habit. Oh, my goodness. Because the only times that I really put my phone down or, or don't really go to it is, one, if, if we're in the studio. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think out of the three of us, I by far am, am the person least on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second is whenever I'm with someone. Like, if, if we're out to dinner or something like that or... I don't know if, if I've ever done this with you, but if I have a call that I have to take, mm-hmm. I ask for your permission. You know, I'm like, Kyle, do you, oh, I've got to take this. Here's why. You know, it's, it's my dad calling. He's supposed to be flying out. You just want to yeah. make sure everything's okay. Was that okay with you? Mm-hmm. I, I ask because what I'm doing is I'm respecting your time. But this was so interesting. I, I loved it. Love this exercise. You Turning off said, my power for 24 hours. You almost said, but it looked like. But. <laughs> I, I realized how, how distracted of a life I live. Hmm. Because it was, it took me a while to fully be able to enjoy the silence. Because nowadays, even, you know, I, I think we talked a lot about TV and Netflix and stuff like that. But even music. You know, a lot, a lot of people have music going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And that always used to be me. You know, in terms of working, I'd always have music going on or something like that. You know, I work from home, so usually I'll have, like, I've, I've got a four monitor set up, so one would always be playing YouTube or something. And I've really... Rewind. You have a what? I don't... You have a what set up? Four monitors. Four monitors. Four monitors. Yeah. And you can't truly multitask, but you still need four monitors. For for certain activities. I I will say that. For certain activities. What activities? Um a lot of it is is like if I'm working on the podcast. A YouTube video and to do something else. (laughs) Um so for example, if I'm posting something, one of our, you know, like a new GYST post. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have one where I'm like creating the graphics for it. Another, I've got the show notes up. Another is like, you know, my, my browser where I'm uploading stuff. Like right. I, I genuinely do take advantage of, of the four. I'm not saying you don't take advantage of it. Yeah. I'm saying you don't have to. Yeah. 
I can tell you that a lot of times when I really want to be productive, I'm working just from my surface, which mm. is a small, like 14 small inch screen. screen yeah. And it's a single. Because you're allowed to focus on one thing. Exactly. Four monitors. So I've, I've, I mentioned that because I find the same thing at work, right? Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times when I work from home, I work harder on one screen, but I focus on the exact task in front of me and that's it. At work, I've got multiple monitors. Something takes more than three seconds to pull up, I start pulling up something else so I can do that. And I bounce back and forth between these two tasks. Now it's taken me twice as long to do something. And then I've gotten several messages about new things that are coming in. Yeah. And I don't accomplish things as quick as I probably should. That's just another nod to overstimulus. So I would I would say it's safe to say that the greatest takeaway that we've had from this exercise was realizing how overstimulated we had become. 100%. And not in the good way. No. Crazy. Hmm. Because everything that this activity allowed me to do was to better connect with someone and to remove distraction because we've become so overstimulated. It's... Um, I wrote down just briefly, what can you live without? You don't know what you can live without until you don't have it. And I learned this from my brother. A ton of people have done what he did. My buddy Patrick did it recently as well, but I had a very, very close encounter and a lot of insight from my brother and his wife when they quit their jobs and moved to South America for just shy of a year, mm. 10-ish months or so. Were they married? They weren't married at the time. No, no, they weren't okay. even engaged. Yeah. Um, he carried, that's another story, but he carried a ring in his pocket for 10 months and didn't mm. propose until they were back in Mexico like a week before they were coming back home. Man, and the weird thing about that is they've only been together for six months. Yeah, that's it. So who was the ring for the first four months? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith? Right? Um. But what I learned from them is that they had to fit everything that they wanted their life to be for that time into a 60-liter backpack. Oh! Mm. So at that point, you really realize what you can actually live without. Yeah. In one of the quotes that I said at his wedding during the speech was a Bill Murray quote, and it was... If you truly feel, and I'll always remember this, ad-libbing a little bit. You said Bill Murray? Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to be pretty close. I'm going to be pretty spot on. You look it up, I'll be pretty damn close. Chivers are going to be mad if you get it wrong. They'll live. (laughs) They'll they'll be fine. Go look at your website. Um, (laughs) If you truly love somebody, don't just pick a date and go get married and say, hey, we're going to do this for the rest of our lives with one another. Go travel the world together. Go to places that are hard to get into and hard to get out of. And when you come back and you land at J, he said JFK because they were in New York. When you come back and you land at JFK, if you're still in love with that person, get married at the airport. Because that's when you truly know you've connected with that person and you know that you can't live without them. And I got that from Keith and and Teal. So shout out to my brother and his, my wonderful sister-in-law. I was going to say his wife. She's my sister. (laughs) Um that they found what they can truly live without and what they can't live without when they did that. And I got a glimpse of some of that when Emily and I did this. Is that... This exercise? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, we enjoy, like lately, we've been watching a lot on Netflix together. It's like our thing, like, hey, let's do this together. We put our phones away and we'll watch an episode. It, this show, Friends from College, we've been watching. And that's fantastic. We love it. We also love to have game night. And we can talk shit to each other. I taught her how to play dominoes. She sucks at math. Really bad Asian. Sucks at math. <laughs> but she beat me. Fucking beat me at dominoes. We played uh, Mancala. Do you know what that is? Mancala? Have you ever played that before? Uh, is that the game from Africa with the... with the? Yeah. You got it. With the little rocks or beads, stones, whatever you want to call it, marbles. Um, we physically played that. Have you ever seen a board? Yeah. It's it's like this long with yeah. the dips. Yeah. Like physically, have you played it? Yeah. It's cool as fuck, Yeah, like, right? oh, it was like seventh grade or something like that. Super simple. Yeah. But we played that and we played dominoes for like several hours. And we just connected on a level that we hadn't connected on in a while. Hmm? Don't play some bowling. She didn't Don't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know what the boneyard was. She didn't know none of that stuff. Oh, She's like, how man. am I supposed to hold these? Man. And she kept setting them up on the table. And I'm yeah. illustrating to Rohe if anybody's played dominoes. <laughs> she was setting them up like this and trying to look at them. Yeah. So I would pound the table. <laughs> dominoes would fall over. What? Why'd you do that? Because what I you I just imagine. Kyle. Yep. What are you doing? And she would cover them up. <laughs> It was hilarious. Um, but had we not elected to do this, so yeah. it, and, and I'll set it up for you as well, right? So when we decided, we'd been talking about it for a while, and I was like, okay, let's do it this day, let's do it this day. We kept trying to do it. Things were getting in the way. And then we were at home one night, and I was kind of like, let's do it today. Let's do it right now, tonight. She's like, really? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. So we were on the house. We turned off all the lights. We turned the heat all the way down, and we just grabbed flashlights. I'm like, okay, well, let's play games. So we went to the... Game closet in the hallway, grabbed a couple of games. I hung a LED lantern light thing mm, from... Like a camping thing? Yeah, yeah. a small one. From uh, in my kitchen, the not sorry, in the kitchen, the dining room, the light that's there is hanging from like a little chain thing. So we hung it from that chain because it has a hook on it. <laughs> and it was LED light that was right there. And we just sat there and talked trash. We drank wine. We played games all night. We had a good-ass time. We weren't really hungry. I was prepared to cook on a propane stove if I needed to because everything in my house is electric. Um, but we didn't really get hungry. We had junk food. We had wine, and I think we made, like, had, that didn't make anything. I think we had, like, chips or something like that. But mm, That's classy. Um, Doritos and wine. Doritos and wine, baby. <laughs> um, in your defense, there were, there were the cheese Doritos. The nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Yeah, so cheese and cheese crackers and wine. And wine. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just it was just fantastic, man. We were able to really connect, talk trash, have a great time. Um, and I loved it, man. I loved it. And, and I want to do more of it. And I think that's the, for me, that's the true power behind this exercise is removing distractions and being able to focus on one thing. And It's like natural Adderall. And getting back to the basics and enjoying the basics. 100%. Well, it's doing everything by candlelight. And I can tell you, my house is smelling funny. <laughs> 14 different flavors? Yeah, you know, every room, I was like, oh, this is peach mango, and oh, now it's Hawaii. So and, I had two candles oh, you know, lit. You probably lit them in every room, Now huh? here's the forest. <laughs> so was that your primary source of light, was candles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had two candles lit. One was on my console table in the living room, and one was in the bedroom. But my primary source of light was these little... Flashlights that have LED lantern things on the on the end of them as well. Yeah, and I didn't want to use those 
for for a couple reasons. One, I, I wanted to be no tech, and mm. then two, um, the light is just different. You know, one hundred percent. It's more harsh. An artificial type of light. Yeah. But I really wanted to connect with myself and, and just center myself. You know. So you had a completely different vibe. Yeah, mine was like a a very peaceful, peaceful time. Yeah. You know, um, I think something else that probably could have taken it to another level is we're from Washington. You know, maybe if we had some green. Green what? Smoked chicken. Green beans? You know, we, we, I, I think if, <laughs> um, being in that atmosphere would, would add another level hmm. to it. But for me, it was, it was really bringing more creativity. Yeah. You know, just, just doing stuff for, for fun. I know, um, sometimes when, when I really am stuck, when I'm feeling stuck in life, I will come to the studio here because for the audience at home in, in the studio, we've got what a four, no, eight foot by four foot, a whiteboard. Yeah. In here. It's huge. And I'm, I'm so, so thankful for this tool. This, this is just so amazing. When I feel stuck, sometimes I'll come in here and um, I can't demonstrate right now, but but usually I, that single light that's on the bottom, mm-hmm. um, I just have that. So a, a small light and I'm just enjoying the peace and just letting myself be in tune with myself. And I get so much more done. And I feel like that's what this exercise was also about. It was maybe a two-parter. One, for realizing how overstimulated we all are. Crazy. If we don't have our phone with us you know, every minute we're going crazy. If we can't watch TV, we're going crazy. So that's one, but also it's to, to get centered and to realize what is and what's not important. Like you were talking about Keith, you know, yeah. everything you own is in your bag right now. Is it? And I remember I moved from a 900 foot apartment to this house is almost 2k feet. And when I first moved in, it was so empty. And now I take a look and it's so full. And you're like, where did I get all this stuff? Yeah. And I don't like it. Like, It's just that it's stuff. Yeah. And I remember when, so the, the layout of my house, for the longest time, I only used two rooms. My room and then the office. Like, those are the two that I needed. Where the audio studio is and where the video studio are. The doors were always closed. Hmm. I never came in these rooms. It would be months before I would come into these rooms. It wasn't until we got the whiteboard. And I think you were here when we were installing the whiteboard. On lunch, yeah. Yeah. It was heavy as shit, right? And it just happened to be that I, you know, there were, we were at work, we were getting rid of it. I was like, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And we brought it over here. And that's kind of how everything else started. But I never came to this side of the room uh, uh, I never came to this side of the house never did I never used the bathroom I never used these two rooms and it was it was so interesting for the longest time but then you know you you do and you start expanding and it, you fill it up with stuff and that's what it is is it stuff mm-hmm. there, there's no I don't know it just Lately, I've I've really realized that, you know, it's kind of like you you save stuff that you're like, okay, someday I'll get to this or whatever. But here's the thing. If you don't make a plan for it, that someday is never going to happen. 
She's going to sit in that box yeah. or that room or that closet or that garage. And how centered and aware of our own mortality are we? What? Sorry, I took this way deep. I know. I was like, look where we're at now. <laughs> it started with just turning the goddamn right. lights out. But what? what, what when the lights are out, what do we think about? Like, oh my God, I, I can't do any of the stuff that makes me me. We think about the things that we're trying to distract ourselves from with social media and television and streaming videos and music and yeah. games. I never think of games. That's like the last thing for me. Like, I I never use Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. And just the other day I did. And it's just, for me, Facebook has become like the news I don't watch the news either because it's all negative. Mm. And same thing with Facebook. It was tons of people complaining about the weather. Like, oh, shit. We're, we're all in this together. It's beautiful. It's How often do you get a chance to enjoy this? Yeah. Oh, I got to go to work. Oh, this sucks. Like, when's my trash going to get picked up? It's been like three, four weeks. Like, just what state of life are you experiencing if these are the things that are controlling you? Mm. If, if these are the things that are making you angry, why do so many external things have that much control and power over you? And I think when the lights go out, we're reminded of our, like, like I was talking about earlier, a little bit of our mortality. Because we're like, if I rely so much on everything else, who am I? Hmm. I can tell you the, the other night, I reached out to two of my, two of my neighbors and I'm like, hey, fellas, like, we've never hung out before. How about we drink some hot buttered rums and just go for a walk in the snow? And that's, they're like... That's random. Hey, you want to have a hot yeah. buttered rum? <laughs> so they're like, okay, yeah, let's check in with our wives. And yeah, they're they're cool, you know? So so we do that. Everyone comes over and, and um, it's myself and, and my two neighbors. And I make us some drinks, some nice hot buttered rums to go. And sure enough, we go walking in the snow. And I, I put a picture on my Instagram where everyone else is complaining about the snow. This Here I am so like, amazing. this is so amazing. And we bonded and it was just so nice. And it was heavy, heavy snow. Like, yeah. I'll show you the picture afterwards, but our beards are like all white. And I remember there, there were two periods where I kind of laughed. One, uh, and we probably walked about a mile altogether. Mm-hmm. But there were two periods where I kind of laughed inside. One was when the guys were like, oh, Man, if the power goes out, we're good. I'm so glad we got those generators and stuff like that. The power goes out. No, that's not power going out. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to maintain my power. And that was such a a, kind of like an eye-opening moment for me. And then the second part, which, I mean, you know, I guess it's a pro of being single. Um, After about a mile, I was like, well, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm still good to walk. And they kind of looked at each other. I was like, okay, never mind. I get it. I'm I'm not married. All right. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to continue. I got a wife to go back home to. And I kept on walking. And it was just, I just enjoyed it. That's beautiful. But yeah, like get centered. Take that moment to just take a deep breath. Just enjoy being alive. There's another word I wrote down here as we're going to wrap up pretty soon is um, it's really, it's weird, but I, I kind of like it. Survivalism. Mm. When you don't have any of the creature comforts, you feel like, what, 
you got to do what you got to do to survive. No power, no electricity. You can't cook. You can't do anything. So you have to be resourceful. Holy cow, yeah, it was dumping. Rohit's showing me a picture right now when they went on that walk. So Emily and I went on a walk during the first snowfall that we had last week. Yeah. I stayed home during the day. It wasn't snowing anymore. She didn't want to. I kind of forced her to do it. And afterwards, she loved it. And we jumped in the hot tub and chilled in the hot tub. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic, right? I mean, we use electricity, but um, those things are huge. It gets you away from everything else <coughs> and into the elements. Excuse me. And those things, I think, are real important, especially for growth. Huge. Huge. I'm so glad we did this. And I want to, I'm ready to do the exercise again. Right? Yeah, because I got to get revenge on Emily's punk ass for beating me in dominoes. Well, and, and, and before you, you talk about that, um, I, I think you shared something interesting. When we were talking about what to record tonight, you're like, I really want to do this because I feel like I'm losing oh, yeah. interest in it. I'm losing, yeah, it was losing steam, right? So the idea, I was super pumped about it, right? And we're all busy and we all were not able to execute on this activity, so we couldn't talk about it initially, right? So we got put off a couple of times, holidays, you know, all various reasons why we couldn't do this yet. So I felt like the, um, positive experience I had with this exercise it was losing steam because I didn't get a chance to talk about it yet because it was intended to be talked about on air so I couldn't really talk about it with you guys yet tell you what I did and we fucking played Moncalo man like (laughs) it's so awesome I played it on the iPhone did you know on an iPhone you can play games in text message oh I didn't I did not know that there's a thing called game pigeon and you can just play text message games back and forth with one another and I play that with Sam a lot, and Emily and I would play it. But you mean Sam TR Audio Sam Tech? Sam TR Audio Tech, baby. Um, Ladies, feel free to email Sam, Sam at gystpodcast.com or text 206 375. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the raise. I'm just playing with you. you. Could, I'm just we, it'd, be good, it'd be good to see if he listens to this. We'll see if he wants to edit it out yeah. or not. He'll, he'll leave it in. Especially if you're in the San Diego area and you want to see Sam, go to Sunny's, Sunny's Donuts. Donuts. In uh, Claremont Mesa, next to the Kaiser Permanente Hospital. And you can see Sam T. He's on Yelp, too. He's Yelp famous, y'all. Anyway, we're digressing. Um, But, yeah, I'm super pumped we got a a chance to talk about it. I'm going to do it again soon. Um, Shit, maybe even do it this weekend. Maybe do it Friday night. It's it's almost like a mini camping trip. It is. Do you have a tent? I do. Put it up in the living room. It's too big. I got a smaller one that I could do. Yeah. I'll put it in the backyard. Well, I'm just, because it's winter. That was the only thing that I was thinking. Yeah, but that I think that adds to the element. Yeah. Like, you have to survive. You have to be resourceful. Okay, where are you going to take a leak? Outside. Oh, yeah. What about a dump? Well, I guess we're not going to be out there. Yeah, I mean, I would come in the house. <laughs> yeah. Drop a deuce. I'm not shitting in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I would in your backyard. Get your shit together, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rohit... Thank you for for doing this episode and taking part in the activity. I really appreciate it. It was it was really fun for me. Um, I think and it it really gets to the core of the idea that we are so overstimulated and so reliant on for one technology that has been provided by electricity. Electricity is a fantastic thing. It is shaped our diet. 
really, mm. more or less, right? Mm. So it's done a lot of good things for us, a lot of bad things for us, but remove it from the equation just for a night, whether you're by yourself, with a loved one, with some buddies. Um, I promise you it will cause nothing but good and be a, a really eye-opening, insightful experience for you. So I encourage all of our listeners now to have that. Call it what you want, a lights out date night, 24 hours in the dark, uh, whatever you want to do. Make it a couple hours, four hours, whatever you want. I definitely, definitely, definitely challenge each and every one of our listeners to take advantage of this activity and, and do it on your own time. You got anything left? I would say this was... Here, here's the here's the biggest thing that I would suggest to everyone, and this is something that neither of us did. I'm really starting to appreciate the power of journaling. Ooh. So I would say, and and not just like a computer or a text, but after you do this, write down your thoughts, even while the lights are out. Journal, write down on a sheet of paper. Here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm noticing. Here, you know, there's so much power in journaling and there's so much power in writing down stuff because mm-hmm. if you're typing, we can type faster than we can almost type as fast as we can think. I know it's nowhere close, 10,000 compared to, you know, Couple 60 hundred. words a minute or whatever. But write it down because there's a, there's a magic in there. Because it takes so long, you're really careful about the words you choose and there's a sense of reflection. I would say do that. If I'm going to do this again, I'm going to journal. Yeah. And we've done tons of episodes on the power of journaling. That's huge. I didn't journal at all. Obviously, it's not something I. It's not something that's part of my daily routine, unfortunately. So I hadn't even considered it. But that is a phenomenal idea. You say unfortunately. So if it was, would that be fortunate? If journaling was a part of my daily routine, yeah, one hundred percent. I believe so. So starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, I will be journaling. No, I'm just going to be realistic. So it's not important enough. Correct. Okay. <laughs> just just want to make sure. Hey. Yeah. Want to make sure. We're clear. You know. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Shoot. With that said, thank you, everyone, for listening. Tuning in to another episode of GYC Podcast. Get your shit together. Find us back here next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.